Hello again, and welcome to Ultimate Health Radio. This is Dr. Brad Shapiro. Thanks for joining us. We've got two great guests. The first one you heard from last time, uh, Dylan Roberts. And then the second guest that we have, Ronnie Gates, is new to the scene. But um, this should be another fun show. We're just excited to do it. Before we get started, I'll go ahead and open up with a disclaimer. Please understand that we're not trying to treat you over the airwaves. So if we talk about anything that uh, uh, speaks to you, just um, go ahead and consult your uh, your healthcare provider, whether it's a chiropractor like myself, a physical therapist, medical doctor, massage therapist, dentist, whatever the case may be, please seek out the healthcare provider of your choice. So with that, we'll get started. Um, once again, my name is Dr. Brad Shapiro, and we're going to talk about depression. Depression is a big deal for a lot of people. You have situational depression, you have clinical depression, you have all these different things. A lot of the research suggests that the mental health aspect of healthcare is the fastest growing area of healthcare. You have many, many people that are affected by depression. Here in Tennessee, we're actually in Winchester, Tennessee, but we've had a lot of rain the last couple of weeks. And so you have seasonal depression that really can affect a lot of people under those circumstances. But I just wanted to kind of dive into this stuff. Um, I'm thinking first, let's start with you, Dylan. Just talk about some of your experiences. I know you've dealt with with some of these challenges, um, and I think it's good for people to hear this stuff because you're not alone. A lot of people struggle with this stuff, and I think the more we can explore it, talk about it, think about it, learn, um, I've really found that there's a direct correlation between learning and hope, and as people learn more, it, it offers more hope. So with that, uh, what are some of your thoughts when it comes to depression? So yeah, um, depression, like you said, is becoming one of those things that's more and more common amongst people nowadays, um, especially with like my generation. Um, whether it's on social media, people aren't as afraid to talk to it. And I don't know if depression is more prevalent nowadays as it was in the past or if it's just more normalized. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I don't think paying attention to mental health is is a negative. I actually think it's quite the positive because then people can get the help that maybe they that they actually needed. And um, for me, I had you know a, a very normal childhood growing up. My, both of my parents are still married, and um, you know everything was normal. Played sports and everything like that. But as I kind of got older, I think a lot of my um, I thought was situational depression was actually maybe clinical depression. Um, from where I was at in my life and things that I was going through, um, just normal growing pains as an adult that maybe impacted me a little bit harder than maybe they would something else. And, and I don't feel like I'm special in those reasons or anything like that. But yeah, I just had a tough time adjusting. And um, as I got older, things tend to get you know a little worse. Um, and uh, I actually was um, prescribed medicine from a doctor, you know, the pharmaceutical stuff. And uh, I ended up not taking it because I'm not huge on pharmaceuticals. I, uh, I had, you know, in high school, I was into drug culture and things of that nature. So it was one of those things that kind of almost, it scared me a little bit. You know, some of the drugs that prescribed for, you know, depression and anxiety and things of that nature were some of the same drugs that I was taking just to, you know, when I was in high school to, to get away from things. You know, luckily I got away from that and, uh, you know, became a Christian and, and kind of turned my life around for, for most aspects. You know, we're, all, we're not perfect, but... Um, you know, that was one of the things that I struggled with the most with depression was just, you know, just not wanting to necessarily take the drugs, but wanting the problem to go away. And, and over time, I've kind of found my own remedies for it, you know, um, working out and just honestly being open and honest about most of what I'm going through. Luckily, you know, my wife is always willing to listen or whatever. And, um, yeah, I mean, 
depression for me was one of those things that, you know, came as I got older and I've learned to deal with. And, you know, I'm not saying don't take pharmaceuticals. If you've got a real problem and you think that that's what you need, then that's, you know, again, that that's what you need. But for me, I, I found an escape from it. So yeah, that's just, that's where I was at with all of it. And yeah. Sure. Now, and that makes sense. Um, you know, and there's a transition for a lot of people. A lot of people will not have um, emotional issues or depression at when they're younger, but as they get older and, and situational things pop up. Um, but it's it's very, very common for a lot of people. One of the things I've noticed, and I do a lot of mental emotional techniques with patients, and there's ways to essentially reboot the brain around emotions, kind of like rebooting a computer around a virus. And I'll do it with different chiropractic techniques. I'll do it with different lasers. Um, there's all kinds of different things you can do, eye movements. But one of the things I notice when it comes to depression is certain personality types seem to be more prone to depression. Um, there's all kinds of different personality type models out there. One of my favorite all-time books when it comes to personality types is a book called Personality Plus. And it breaks personality types into four categories. So you have cholerics. Those are the drivers, the people that really want to get things done, produce. Um, that's the positive. The negative is sometimes they can be overbearing. Then you have phlegmatics. They're very laid back, kind of go with the flow, make great friends, but sometimes they can have issues with motivation. You've got sanguines, which they're the life of the party, have a lot of fun, but they can be kind of flighty sometimes. And then you have melancholies, which I found those, that's the personality type that tends to lead towards depression more often. But those are, they're very analytical. They like to use phrases like anything worth doing is worth doing right, very detail-oriented. But, you know, which can be a positive. You want to get things right. You want to have your ducks in a row and, and make sure you account for the, um, the details. But also sometimes melancholies can lead towards depression. Um, they just, they get too bogged down with the details. They get too bogged down with, um, with certain aspects of life. They can get fixated and obsessed with things like the past, uh, times when things have gone, uh, when situations have gone wrong. But it's, uh, there's so many different factors to, uh, to put into this thing called depression. But I, but I agree with what you're saying, Dylan, a lot of, there's so much value from a Christian perspective, just bringing things to the light, talking about it openly and honestly, um, being able to look at it. That was actually one of the things that I was really thankful for in terms of the way I grew up is the way I grew up, just nothing was off limits, politics, religion, whatever. We would talk about everything. Um, and there can be, you know, sometimes honesty can get a little brutal, but, um, but there can be real positive aspects of just looking at everything for what it is and then going from there. Um, but next, let's kind of move on to Mr. Ronnie. What are, what are some of your perspectives? From what, I, from what I gather, you've never really dealt with deep depression, but you've had some probably some situational issues mm -hmm. and noticed some things. Yeah. So, yeah, I've definitely experienced some depression here lately. Uh, I had two inguinal hernias fixed about five weeks ago. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person I'm always moving. I'm always... You know, whether that's with work or with the gym or fitness or, you know, the business and all that stuff. I'm always kind of a wide open person. So when I had the surgery, I kind of was sitting in a recliner for two weeks. And that's kind of the first time that I've ever had to, like, not do anything. And so I think sitting, you know, in one spot for two weeks straight kind of was, you know, it was messing with my head, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with the pain and, you know, and not being able to do anything. And I see, you know, everybody else out working out and people being active and stuff like that. And I just couldn't do it. So definitely messed with my head and um you know as, as soon as i was able to get out and do anything I, that definitely helped me and uh 
I mean, I've dealt with other depression too, like some short-term stuff. I mean, I've been through breakups and stuff like that. And I think one of the things that I would, you know, recommend with anybody with depression is just, you know, move your body, you know, get out and be active. And for me, like, whether that was like going on a walk just down the road or anything I could do, you know, even if I could just barely stand up after that surgery, I was just like moving around, walking around the house. And as soon as I could walk down the road, I would do that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just, you know, getting out and being active, you know, I've, I've never been depressed while I was on the treadmill, you know what I mean? So it's like, just get out and move your body. And, uh, you know, if it's something for a breakup, I mean, just whatever you can do to better yourself and whether that's fitness or just, you know, anything, anything, um, regarding that, I mean, just, uh, yeah, no, and that makes sense. Um, you know, just talking about those different situations and I like your line of, I've never been depressed on a treadmill. (laughs) One of the things I'll do if I'm, you know, if I've had a rough day or, a lot of challenges is I'll go do a rough workout, you know, tough workout. I call it buttered afterwards. You're just buttered afterwards. You're just fried and it's hard to worry about anything or be concerned about anything. But I, you know, one of the reasons that we want to talk about this is, is again, I think this is something that people deal with. Just wanted to offer some insights. Um, I also want to make sure that people understand that, you know, we are sensitive to the fact that, that people experience emotions in different ways. So this is about sharing. This is not about saying that this has to be your perspective or this has to be the way you you process things. But I do think emotions like depression, anxiety, how quickly it's growing in our culture. Um, Another thing that I've, it just, it's worth talking about. Another thing I've noticed when it comes to a lot of the the mental, emotional aspects is in the last hundred years, and this is actually some words that my uh, my pastor used, but in the last hundred, hundred years, one word that describes multiple generations is the word busy. People are really, really busy. And that creates a sense of, you know, sensory overload. It creates a sense of feeling overwhelmed, like you've just got too much to deal with. And because of that, I think it can lead to a, any number of mental emotional aspects and issues, including uh, depression. Yeah, I think that's that's true. And, um, you know, the busyness, that's kind of what, what you, you know, with the melancholy thing, I actually never heard it put that way, but that's, I feel like that's almost how I am. And, and I just so happened to fall into that category or whatever. But, you know, I, I've always been like a by the numbers, very analytical person. If I can't find, you know, statistics on something or if, you know, even if it's down to finding a workout supplement, like you can ask all my friends, you know, if they come, if they need workout supplement advice, they typically come to me because I've researched it front and back and understand why the ingredients are in there and that kind of thing. And, and that's just like my personality type. But, you know, when things, when things, you know, when the depression hits, I guess, kind of, I don't really know how to explain it. Those people who suffer from depression probably get this, but it's almost like you don't want to, you don't want to get out and you don't want to move and you just want to, you know, the numbers and all that kind of stuff. It's just so overwhelming and that kind of thing that you just kind of fall back. And, and my wife has, you know, been like, Hey, why don't we just get out and do something, you know, get get away, you know, just kind of, get up and get going exactly like what Ronnie was saying. And I think that's probably the best advice that's been given throughout this podcast so far is just get moving. You know, it's, it's my passion. It's my love to work out. But whenever I'm in, you know, a depressive state or, you know, for a couple of days or, you know, maybe a week or so, I don't want to get out and I don't want to move, even though that's the thing that I love the most is, you know, fitness is I don't even want to go to the gym or anything like that. And, it, you know, sometimes it takes, you know, having a friend like Ronnie to, 
to say, hey man, you want to meet me at the gym or something like that, to make me just be like, oh, well, I guess I'll go. And then once I do, once I do get going, once I do get rolling, once I you know, am in the mood or my wife gets me out of the house or whatever the situation may be, I, I, it tends to get better. It doesn't, doesn't make it go away. I mean, I'm not going to lie and give out, you know, false information that like, you know, once I go to the gym or once my wife takes me to, you know, Longhorn or whatever, I'm, you know, magically a happy person. I'm the greatest person in the world to be around. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly not sometimes. And, and I'm okay with that. And, you know, I've got people around me that love me anyways. And yeah, I just, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, depressive states they 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 come and go for me you know they're not they're not necessarily situational but they're not constant you know i don't i don't wake up every morning and hate getting out of bed but there are weeks at a time where i wake up every morning and hate getting out of bed you know that kind of thing or i just i don't want to go to work or i don't want to go to the gym or do any be around anybody and and i get that but i think what ronnie said about getting moving and staying moving and and keeping yourself at least occupied a little bit, I think that helps because even though you get bogged down by it sometimes and it makes you want to refrain from those things, I honestly think it is the best medicine possible. Um, other than, you know, obviously, and I hate to be cliche when I say this, but prayer. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, from, as, from a religious standpoint, I mean, there's been times where things have gotten pretty rough for me. And if it hadn't have been for prayer, then, you know, I, you know, I might not be here. I mean, I hate to be so, you know, vile about it but it's just one of those things it's honest like you know prayer has gotten me through a lot and I, I think you know whether you worship the same god that i worship or you know you worship a different whatever thing it is i think you know you got to have whatever that core structure is so sure no and that's i think prayer is huge the bible says we have not because we ask not and there's just something about continually asking um in the original interpretations of the word ask it, it means to repeatedly ask it's a lot of people They'll ask once and they get frustrated when they're uh, when they don't feel like they've had any breakthroughs. Um, but yeah, I think prayer is huge too. It definitely makes a huge, huge difference for any number of issues. Um, and it's and I think it's worth you know d- for me at least as a Christian to consult the the Bible with this stuff. That's I call it the manual um, because the Bible talks about everything that we're faced with either directly or indirectly. Um, and man, oh man, can it come in handy when you're going through a rough spot and dealing with some emotional aspects. Um, but yeah, I think we're, we've covered a lot of stuff. Anything else you want to cover it now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, good stuff. Well, um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you guys for joining, joining us. We're, we're going to continue with this rhythm of doing one podcast a week. Going to have Mr. Ronnie Gates and Dylan uh, Roberts with us. So please tune in. And if you have any suggestions, uh, shoot us a message on Facebook. Either you can send one to uh, facebook.com slash ultimate chiropractic, or how do they get in touch with you guys? You can just follow us on uh, any form of social media. It's at Second Mile Fitness, whether that's Instagram, Facebook, no matter what, at Second Mile Fitness on anything. And um, feel free to contact us, guys, or if you want to, you know, talk to me or Ronnie, either one of us will be happy to listen to you. If you're suffering with some kind of problem, I mean, we're not doctors, we're not, you know, but we're humans. And we, and for me personally, I've, I've struggled with, you know, clinical depression and Ronnie struggled with situational depression and, and we get it. So, I mean, I think that's a big thing too, that we kind of didn't mention is just somebody to listen. I mean, some mm-hmm. people don't have that person. Luckily, you know, I have a wife and friends and, mm-hmm. you know, but some people don't have that person. So, you know, feel free to hit us up. So. Sure. Absolutely. We'll close out once again. My name is Dr. Brad Shapiro with Ultimate Health. If you need to reach us, you can reach us at area code 931-967-6308. 
If you know you want to be a patient, you know you want to get started, call us up and book an appointment. But if you're not sure, book a free consultation. We'll answer any questions you have, including um, if you have any mental, emotional issues. Again, we do techniques with that kind of stuff that that really uh, have helped a lot of people. But um, if you have any questions, we can answer those. But I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And we will talk to you in about a month, and we'll release another podcast. Thanks, and have a great day.